There's a lot of people pissed about the Silver Surfer this week. It's spiking comic books. Before we get to that, you gotta hit the subscribe button because we're here every seven days covering the most trending comic books in the world. What's up? You may have noticed that I'm, I'm wearing a hat today. Number 10 on the list, an absolute scorcher from David Nakayama. Harley Quinn, black, white, redder, number five. This is a one in 25 variant. It's going for $50 average sales. High sales, $90. And it's a gorgeous cover. It's no surprise. And David Nakayama has been busy. And this is an artist you have to follow on Instagram because he's putting out fire cover after fire cover. I don't think he sleeps. Ah, there's a certain kind of artist that makes me wonder, like, how are you possibly doing all of the things that you're doing? And I'm not... suspicious. Something's going on. Some kind of <laughs> sorcery or witchcraft over there. But, like, for me, my favorite thing that he's working on right now is the Catwoman A covers. I'm subscribed to Catwoman. I'm enjoying every single cover that comes out for that book. You see the Poison Ivy covers, both issues 16 and 17, recently released. He's at Dynamite doing Gargoyles. He's on the new Lilo and Stitch. Yep, he's, he's doing a lot of work. Whether there's one, two, or three people on the cover, he always makes sure to put the amazing amount of detail to make every single one of them look stunning. We have some announcements for new ones coming out in the very near future. We have Spider-Gwen Smash number two, which has Spider-Gwen and Dazzler on the cover. That's kind of a surprise. Plus, we also have X-Men number 29, an incredible rogue cover. Taking you back to 1982 with the first appearance of The Brood. In Uncanny X-Men 155, I absolutely love this spec because the comic is so affordable. $15 average sales. You can get a 9.8 for $175 right now. And after the binary appearance in the post credit scene of the Marvels movie, we get Kelsey Grammer Beast. We get binary. We know mutants are coming. And what a great villain spec potential this could be. I'm loving it as I think about it more. It's true. The X-Men MCU movies feel like they're so far away, and we've been focusing a lot about what they're going to do with Wolverine in that universe, but it's it's a whole storyline to think about. You've got characters for them to go up against and fight, and I think the Brood as an overall alien race makes way more sense as a villain versus having them go up against Magneto again. Or, you know, Phoenix or Sentinels or something we've seen over and over. So the comic fam are definitely connecting some dots right now. So it's a 144% increase in copies sold on something that's not that far-fetched of a spec. We've done a lot of really cool covers this year. And for the first time, we're doing our biggest store-wide sale. It does exclude the mystery mail call as well as original art. But everything else on the website, raw books, graded books, sets, are all 25% off for like one more day. Link in the description. Go to comicton101.store to support the show and hit them with some Gears of War. Spoiling what's next on the list. What's next on the list? Number eight, Gears of War number one for all you video game kids out there. This came out in 2008. We're seeing $45 average sales for this book. Last month, a 9.8 CGC slab sold for $133. We chatted about this book early this past May. Since then, there's been an increase of nearly 49.8s added to the census. This is the third time in the last year that we have seen this book on the list. We were talking about it last November when we were mentioning that it was going to be a project, live action and an animated show. And then we were talking about it in March when John Spates, the writer from Dune, was supposed to be writing the live action adaptation. Well, we're seeing a 250% increase in copies sold this week because John Spates came out and made an announcement that we are back and writing the script. 
He did mention that the script is not done, but since we have motion, there is way more interest in the property now. It sounds like it's not going to be a while before it comes out, so I believe we're going to see another spike, and it'll probably be on the list when the trailer comes out, and again, when the actual movie is released. But as of right now, these prices are super low, $133 for a 9.8, down from the 265 we were seeing last year. This might be a great time to pick it up. Which brings us to number seven on the list, X-Force number three. This is from 2004, and this right here is in dollar bins across the country because it's the first appearance of Lady Anime, drawn and written by Rob Liefeld. It's hitting $4 average sales right now, an increase of copies sold of 650%. There are on lonely five copies in total on the census because no one was specking on this book because this character, up until this last week, had only appeared in this issue. So you might be wondering, like I was, why this really obscure older book is on the list out of nowhere if there's so few copies and it just doesn't really sell. That's because this past week we had an anthology book come out called Deadpool 7 Slaughters, which featured multiple different Deadpool stories written and drawn by a multitude of different creators on the inside. Gail Simone, Colin Bunn, Mark Guggenheim, a roster of amazing writers. You got Greg Land on the art, but you also got written and drawn one of the stories, they're all about 10 pages long, by Rob Liefeld, who reintroduced Lady Anime this week, and it turns Deadpool and herself into, like, a cartoon. And we actually reached out to Rob Liefeld and got his input on Lady Anime herself. I was so happy to finally revisit Lady Anime and show her in action. But this is what I thought was most curious in his response. She is definitely set for another appearance in my upcoming Marvel work. Get to hunting, comic fam. Rob's created so many characters and a lot that people don't even really realize. So it's very cool for him to bring back one from almost 20 years ago that I think people are going to be really excited about. Seeing this book on the list this week has me hunting for it officially. I think it's some great affordable spec. Number six on the list, Gotham City Sirens, issue number one. This book came out in 2009, seeing $30 average sales, $100 to $120 for a CGC 9.8. Now, heights were reached of $400, which seems like a steep drop, but that happened during the Suicide Squad one days, you know, 2016, 2017. Throughout the market boom of 2020 to 2021, this book hovered around what it's still selling for now. And with James Gunn bringing so many new characters to the screen, some old, specifically from his successful franchises, Poison Ivy Catwoman and a Harley Quinn team-up number one seems like a great thing to invest in. This book, which is still relatively modern, is seeing a 567% increase in copies sold this week compared to last week. And again, if you just start thinking about maybe stuff James Gunn could be doing in his new DC universe, and with the fact that he has, I think, only pulled Amanda Waller and John Cena Peacemaker out from the Suicide Squad movie to carry on in the new DC universe, it does make sense that if those characters are up for grabs, then you maybe grab Margot Robbie and pull her back into the DCU and do Harley Quinn again. I don't know if she's going to stoop down to our level again after Barbie and the smash success she had with that movie, but we'll see how it goes moving forward. I really just want to see Poison Ivy on screen. This book was featured on Key Collector Comics this week in the category DC Possibilities, and this is a really fun one because there's so many different paths. James Gunn can go. We know he'll go super strange and directions that we don't expect. So now we're like low-key going full circle and expecting the inevitable. I didn't really follow anything that Tom just said, but <laughs> if you use code TOM101 on Key Collector Comics, you get two free weeks of the paid version. Go do it. Just do it.
Number five on the list, another book that is probably going to be found in 50 cent bins all across the country, including mine. Hercules, Twilight of a God, number one. We are seeing $4 average sales and not even really reporting on a high sale because there are only three copies graded at a 9.8. And the last time that had a sale that we noted was in September of 2010. First appearance of Juno that later becomes a female silver surfer. That happens in issue four. You can see her right on the cover. And that's also on the larger list of 20 we sourced these 10 books from. We could have probably put that book in this spot. But the first appearance of Juno is taking the place because there are more copies of this selling. It's an issue number one, a bit more attainable. And I thought the spec about a female Silver Surfer was kind of old news. And boy, was I wrong. It's been circulating for like a month now, I want to say. We talked about this a while ago. Not this book specifically, but we've been talking about other Heralds of Galactus. More on those coming up soon. But when you get to a literal female silver surfer, that is shown in in this series here. Well, not even in this issue. Like Tom said, in issue four is when she changes, but this is her first appearance. Well, this is a fun one because this is the granddaughter of Hercules. We do have Hercules debuting at the end of Thor Love and Thunder. I think everyone forgot that that happened, but that is indeed the case. So there is a loose connection to a character no one really knows. She only appeared in five issues, including this one. We heard Anya Taylor-Joy rumors circulating this week, but I was low-key kind of surprised about how much commotion there was in the discussion. I thought this would have taken place a month ago, around the time we talked about it. And we keep kind of tiptoeing around it, but let's just do it. Let's get onto it. Number four on the list, the next book, Fantastic Four, number 244. This is the first appearance of Frankie Ray, who becomes a Herald of Galactus known as Nova. $40 average sales, $500 for a CGC 9.8. We saw a $450 CGC 9.8 newsstand sale, but we had to do a little digging. The fact that there was a sale for almost $1,100 last year and one for almost $1,500 the year before that, $450 seems super low, but it was a best offer and that's why we had to do a little bit of digging on this one this seems really really low maybe the seller didn't know what they had maybe they were just hard up for cash but a new stand for this price is really rock bottom i'm curious if your opinions have changed in the last month but i stand with what i said before getting norrin rad right out the gate is probably not a great thing with the way that they've been handling things as of late over at marvel and i am down for any other herald of galactus hell any other silver surfer as long as we still get the original Silver Surfer. Take me to Zenla, baby. Yeah, I still think my favorite version of this story would be seeing Galactus and Frankie Ray or some other Herald go to Zenla and destroy that planet, thus leading into a Norrin Rad story. But what do I know? I'm not a comic writer. If a 538% increase in copies sold doesn't tell you that the comic fam is hunting hard for those Silver Surfer-esque keys, well... We'll just take it one step deeper with Fantastic Four number 49 at the list at number three. So one of these perpetually relevant Silver Age books normally would end up on the hot 10 list. So the fact that we're seeing this on trending, this is crazy. 280% increase in copies sold this week, and you can't help but wonder if it's because the price is so low. Sure, we'll report a $4,000 average sale over all of the grades, but someone got a CDC 5.0 for only 6 hundred dollars back in 2022 that was a $2,000 book it's crazy to see a mid-grade on this book for less than a grand and for half of that is even more crazy you got to factor in the 280 percent increase in copies sold of this book this week specifically because of Galactus and it just seems like people are are frothing for Fantastic Four casting announcements because we have been getting rumors this week 
on the Galactus front of things to go alongside the Reed Richards casting rumors and the Silver Surfer casting rumors we're getting. Now we're hearing that Javier Bardem from No Country for Old Men is being looked at to play Galactus on the big screen, which I at least am very much, very much on board with. We have first appearance in full of Galactus, second appearance of Silver Surfer, and it keeps on going in the same direction because at the list at number two, a major Kirby. Fantastic Four key. Fantastic Four number 48, the first appearance of Silver Surfer, Noran Rad in comic books. This book right now is hitting $7,500 averages when you tally up all the sales, but this is where it gets interesting. A 4.0 could be purchased for $500. This was a $1,500 book. Earlier this year, a 450% increase in copies sold, and normally that type of increase would move this to the hot 10, but the prices are so low, as Tom mentioned, $1,500 this last year, but the prior year we saw sales for $3,000 in a comparable grade. Guys, just buy this book. If you can get a copy at these prices, I think it's going to be inevitable that we will be seeing Silver Surfer, and this book is going up. Plus, it's just a long-term good spec to have. We need your support, and I want to know your thoughts about all this Silver Surfer Fantastic Four news in the comments section below. Do you agree with us that this isn't a big deal and it's all exciting? I mean, they did a pretty bad job with the first couple Fantastic Four movies. Bar's pretty low. Three. There's three of them. Holy crap, I forgot about the third one. I digress. Hit the like, slap the subscribe, and at the list at number one, Robert Kirkman spoiled the news. Marvel has to be pissed. We have the century number one, Jay Lee Goodness. I'm just kind of shocked we haven't seen any more blowback, really, after this kind of kind of came and went earlier this week. Uh, we've got $130 average sales for this book. I'll just get that information out of the way with a $300 sale for a CGC 9.8 earlier this month. We got to start out by plugging David Finch, the artist, over on YouTube. He does this really cool podcast to have a guest on and... Right away, he'll start drawing at the same time the conversation's being had. So you get the visuals of him creating something. And then I guess like Robert Kirkman on the mic. And Robert dished some exclusive reveals that really has probably pissed a lot of people off at Marvel. My good friend Stephen Yun is uh, playing the Sentry in a movie. Yeah, he called me. He went in for a costume fitting. I, I, I hope I'm not. Uh, uh, I don't think this is a spoiler or, or anything that'll get anybody in trouble. I don't know, maybe, we'll see. I don't care, I don't work for Marvel, what are they gonna do to me? He just came right out and said it. And it doesn't seem like anybody cares, or nothing happened. Whereas I feel like if it was Tom Holland who said it, there would have been like guys bashing through the windows and stuffing him in a bag or something. But Robert Kirkman gets away with whatever Robert Kirkman wants to get away with. So this impromptu comment caused a 413% increase in copies sold this week. Now, the book had 33,000 copies sold initially, and there's a 1 in 50 cover that was done by John Romita Sr. And also a rare San Diego Comic-Con variant that was done by Jay Lee, we are seeing spikes in all three of those books. Again, this is not the first time we talked about this character. There were Thunderbolts rumors, so this is just nice to have a little bit of confirmation about someone who might be playing the character. We knew Stephen Yen was attached to Thunderbolts eight months ago. Since then, there's been an increase of 168 copies of grades being added to the census, and 58 of which graded at a 9.8. That is a major supply increase, which is why this book is down by half since 2021. After the end of the strikes, Thunderbolts was pushed back from 2024. It's now going to come out in July 2025. So uh, probably got a little time for Thunderbolts keys. We appreciate your time today, as always. Guy responsibly. Enough said. 